Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the Valley Ranch Islamic Center Community Podcast. I'm your host, Nye Armstrong, and with us today is Sheikh Yasser Brajas, the Imam and Religious Director at VRIC. And I just want to give him a very heartfelt thank you for taking time out of his very busy schedule and joining us here today. How is everything going for you right now? Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil I mean, I think um, people are now getting used to the system. We're getting used to also to uh, the fact stay at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me specifically, you know, keeping myself busy. And as a matter of fact, I'm feeling busier than when I didn't have to stay at home uh, very much. Uh, just like, uh, you know, back in those days when you come back home, the experience is that you take rest or you maybe you take right. a break. But now um, it seems that, you know, from one meeting to the other meeting, from one uh, um, podcast to the other one, from one video uh, session to another one. So Alhamdulillah, it's good. It's for me, this is good. It's, it's Alhamdulillah, you know, keeping myself busy and helping other people. That's definitely is what we're hoping for, inshallah. Are you doing anything to help self-care? I do. Uh, I do. I, I do my uh, exercise in the morning, uh, mm-hmm. like first thing after Fajr, alhamdulillah, and after, uh, uh, you know, taking your spiritual break, then comes the physical uh, uh, exercise, um, especially right now that we spend more time at home, mm-hmm. we're much more required to do so. And then uh, after that, uh, I, take, uh, I take some time in the backyard uh, in, the, in the early morning sun. And it's very important to expose yourself to the sun since we spend extra time, obviously, uh, uh, indoors. So it's very, very important for us to spend some time in the sun. Are you telling me this because I'm really pale? (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding, just kidding. Uh, Because because as you know, uh, you need vitamin D. You need to expose yourself to the sun. It it helps with the mood, really, especially now that we're spending more time and extra time indoors. It requires to stay healthy. And as a hijabi, um, we're mostly covered. that's true. That's true. That, and that, that gives an, an extra emphasis for the sisters and the ladies yeah. to do so, inshallah. Inshallah. How has the transition been for you from moving everything from being like on site to now online with a lot of your things? Like you said, you don't have um, a physical barrier between work life and home life now. Mm-hmm. Well, frankly, first of all, I really miss the masjid. Yeah. Uh, the masjid was like a home for us. And subhanAllah, Many, many people, they ask, uh, they ask me as an imam, you know, how do you live your life? How, how do you, you know, kind of keep in this position for so long? And, this, and I said, listen to me, being an imam really is not a job. It's not even a career. It's actually, it's, it's, a, um, it's more of a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Meaning, you know, being in this position, being in, uh, in the leadership position, helping people, alhamdulillah, it's a passion. Uh, it's not a profession. And anyone who wants to, be, to take a, an imam position as a profession they're going to get disappointed they're going to get exhausted and i don't know what they're going to see later in their lives but if if this is a passion for you that you take this uh you know uh, by heart uh, and 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 follow your passion through to help and assist people alhamdulillah you'll find a great joy and great benefit even in difficult times you'll still find alhamdulillah benefit from this so for me i miss the masjid I miss the gatherings, I miss the people in the masjid, I miss the khatir that we do after Isha in the masjid and spending some time with, the, with everyone uh, afterwards, talking and chit-chatting and kind of like breaking the ice and, and bonding with one another. SubhanAllah, we miss that. We're human beings and human beings are meant to be social beings and this is very, very hard and difficult. Yeah. So 
remove everything from this physical realm while in addition to fulfilling some of your, uh, I would say, work, let's say, يعني, quality and agenda and, and schedule, uh, in addition to the social part, to suddenly right now, it's all about just fulfilling some duty towards the people. Mm-hmm. It's different. There's no, there's no doubt it's different. So uh, the, the social element is not as, as visible as, you know, and it's not felt equally like when it is with the, with the people face to face and being close with them. So yeah, uh, it becomes a little bit stressful in terms of trying to deliver the same message uh, virtually and also via emails and answering people questions and, and, yeah. and so on. But it's not the same. It's not the same. Would the, the starting of this podcast sort of coincided with this time and it ended up being a very um, fortuitous thing, fortunate for us. Mm-hmm. Um, what can our community look forward to with this podcast? Alhamdulillah, as, uh, as now the entire world, as a matter of fact, not because of the coronavirus issue, but yeah. the entire world is moving towards more of a, a digital content right now. And at some point, the visual content was much more popular to people. But all of a sudden, we're seeing now more shift towards the, the audio. Uh, a lot of people, they want to listen to podcasts while they're driving, or even when they're at home, if they have uh, Google Home, or even if they have Alexa, they would like to listen to something while they're doing things around the house. So more people right now, they're uh, really um, into listening than just sitting there and watching. So yeah. I believe that the podcast right now is a very important component to connect with our community. There are a lot of brothers and sisters who don't have the luxury of coming to the masjid for the programs. Uh, they have very busy schedule during the day and during the night. They don't have the luxury to come at the time that we make it specific for the program. So they want, they want to have uh, a little bit of flexibility in that. And I hope, inshallah, that out of the podcast, we'll give them that flexibility. Also, yeah. the, the podcast is more like a human interaction, really. It's more of like connecting with each other. Uh, it's not just about giving information. It's about making communication and sharing emotions and feelings together, inshallah. Yeah, uh, it's it's not going to be like a katra like you do after Isha or like khutbah type stuff. It's going to be conversations with our community. Absolutely. That's the whole point of it. We need the people who are not in the masjid to feel that they are mm-hmm. by having some of that feeling about these informa- these actually these communications and these inshallah ta'ala feelings together there with the last version. Inshallah. How would you, like we were talking about how it's like can be very stressful right now for the whole family. Um, How can our community come together and strengthen in this time of uncertainty? Uh, You know, uh, subhanAllah, if if we think about uh, the brothers and the sisters who are around us who might be having a more difficult time, I hope it provokes some compassion towards them and start looking after them. See, the Prophet says in the hadith, The most beloved people to Allah are those who are most beneficial to others. Many people, they think of spirituality on a devotional uh, level. Like they want to make their salah, their ibadah, their fasting, doing their adhkar and tasbih. They want to do that on a regular basis. May Allah bless them. And there's no doubt this is something very powerful, very important. But this is very individual uh, level of spirituality. The Prophet is... is, uh, um, given us another focus like it's like a paradigm shift hey listen it's not just about who you what do you do for yourself it's about also doing it for other people so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us an, another opportunity for being spiritual and beloved to him by being beneficial to others as in the hadith he says that the most beneficial people the, the most beloved people to Allah are those who are beneficial to others 
So some people don't have the capacity to fast or wake up at night to do tahajjud or they're not rich enough to give money. And, but they're so generous to give their time and their effort to help other people. No matter how, little or, or big. So this is the time when us as a community, inshallah ta'ala, seeking opportunities where we can help one another. And I shared some information last night, actually another, pro, another program uh, about helping people who might, we might overlook that they, we don't think they're going to need that help. So for example, the, the healthcare workers, doctors, nurses, and so on. Some of them, both our husband and wife are doctors. So they have to be working in the hospital on our behalf to protect all of us. But at the same time, they need someone maybe to take care of their children, somebody to take care of their maybe pets, if they have a pet in the house, or even uh, having uh, uh, their, their plans to be watered, for example. Mm-hmm. I would volunteer for that. I would see if I can help them with that, inshallah. Ta'ala. Also, the elderly who might have their kids out of state and they're no longer able to travel and come back to be with their parents, or the parents are unable to travel to be with their children. So we need to make sure that we have a list and we can check on them, at least give them a call, make a FaceTime, you know, session with them if they know how to use the technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least to keep them connected, inshallah. If they need any shopping, you know, we could do that on our behalf. I always recommend for people to also participate in um, uh, the uh, Nextdoor app, for example, as an, as a, as a, as an, as an alternative. Where not expand your help and your, uh, your uh, availability to help, not just to the Muslim community, but to the neighborhood altogether. Uh, mm-hmm. The other day, I was just checking some of the neighbors in the area and these different neighborhoods, what they're looking for. And subhanAllah, you'll be amazed uh, because alhamdulillah, we have taken things for granted in our lives. And now suddenly people are just looking for little things. Some people are looking for uh, uh, um, a paper towel, a bathroom you know, towel. Some people, they're looking for, if anyone knows, they have an extra of this thing or that thing, subhanAllah. And that reminds me with the ayah when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the people, the believers, he says, قَالْ وَيَمْنَعُونَ الْمَعُونَ means the believers should not uh, prevent other people from benefiting from the ma'un. The word ma'un means just like the utensils or like an, an household item. Like if you have an extra of this stuff and some people are looking for, uh, for that and you have, alhamdulillah, something to spare and help and assist them with that, I would do so. So check your, uh, uh, your Nextdoor app and see how we can help your, your family and your friends and your neighbors in the area, inshallah ta'ala. Yeah, definitely next door has been um, heating up. (laughs) A lot of people have gone to it for help and requests and suggestions. It's definitely... You know what? It's good because honestly, prior to the the coronavirus thing, it became very toxic environment, unfortunately, when people were using it for exchanging politics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It wasn't healthy and I just didn't didn't like it at all, to be honest with you. So I started becoming a little bit less and less active. Even though people, they keep enforcing, trying to enforce the policy, hey, no politics over here, this is for household things, for family things, for this and that neighborhood. But keep, people keep taking opportunity, taking shots at each other. It just becomes really disheartening to see the community divided over politics. Yeah. But I hope, inshallah, this is going to give the people a higher purpose. Hey, listen, it's not even about politics. Regardless of politics right now, we're all humans. We're all in the same boat. We are going to sink that ship if we don't assist and help each other. Mm-hmm. Um, another group I would like really to, uh, to bring to our attention is our single brothers and sisters uh, and single moms in the community. Yeah. And some of them are uh, newly actually moved into the area over here. So I hope that the brothers and sisters have a, a, a list of those who are actually um, uh, by themselves. So at least we have somebody who's in charge to keep checking on them, inshallah, or see, send them an email or at least you know, be in a WhatsApp group so they can make sure that everybody actually is, is taken care of. 
Maybe I can make up a Google form and put it in the links below. That would be amazing. Because I know that our seniors have the list with um, Golden Club yes. and um, I've talked to Hawa Auntie about it. So, but the singles don't have a group yet. So, so well. Let's create a, a group for them and call it something fancy, inshallah. Yeah, well, you know me and my titles. <laughs> um, yeah. um, how would you suggest to comfort children in these times of uncertainty? Nah. Uh, kids, obviously, they're very sensitive. They, can, uh, they, they uh, uh, feed off their parents' energy, really. So if the parents are anxious and, and afraid, they will sense that. If they're happy, they will sense that. So the best way to really take care of our children, I say first and foremost, is taking care of ourselves. Like you making sure that you are, alhamdulillah, well uh, taken care of uh, emotionally, spiritually, physically. You're not fatigued. You're not exhausted. You're not running on short temper. So every time the children come to you, you're oversensitive and you just kind of like blow up in front of them. So therefore, you need as a parent to take care of yourself and calm down and find, inshallah, some peace and tranquility. If that requires from you to call a friend, call a relative, call an imam, a mentor, uh, take a professional session with a counselor, whatever that needs from you. Or even just fast a couple of days and then make the hajjud and ask Allah for help and assistance. Whatever that you can make in, the, in order, inshallah, for you to find that peace and tranquility, I hope that you could do that. And once you do this, inshallah, then you start focusing on your children. Yeah. And how do you do that? When kids come, the kids are asking questions. Um, you know, it depends on the age, obviously, age-appropriate answer. But at least, at least you need to be prepared to have an answer for your children. So the answer could, for, some, for the younger kids, they might not even comprehend the answer. But they know one thing, that you cared and you gave them an answer. Maybe it's above their head, but they know because you, you, you answered them, at least you care to make them feel easy. And those who understand, then again, appropriate answer. You give them, tell them whether it's the qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's a test for all of us. This is an opportunity for us to be together and finding way, inshallah ta'ala, to, uh, uh, to comfort them in that way. Then comes, of course, making them busy in, in, their, in the household. When I say busy, I mean by that being also productive. So just getting busy in, in doing things that um, will just add to their anxiety is not helpful. Mm -hmm. I keep always them doing the chores of the house. And sometimes they get really stressed out because of this. And the mom starts kind of getting frustrated. The father make force them to do stuff and so on. No, sometimes let's have fun together. Let's do something together. Let's do uh, um, uh, uh, board games, for example, or even uh, have a, a family night together or uh, um, just do some fun stuff. Even the learning can be an experience. In addition to that, the salawat. If we can make, inshallah, salatul jama'ah together and then start reading from Riyadh al-Salihin or another book afterwards. Have them, you know, rotate so they can read every, every time someone else reads and participate and share. Maybe they can give their feedback and they give their, their reflections on it. Just give them the chance to engage. And that would be a very golden opportunity for the entire family to be connected, inshallah. Yeah, it might be like, for example, um, you could start like a book club. It could be nonfiction fiction, however you want to yep. do it, depending on the age of the child. Mm -hmm. um, and honestly, if you think about it, this mm -hmm. is a huge opportunity to create amazing memories with their family. Absolutely. Um, thing like... I remember one time we did this thing. It was very impromptu, but it's like, it's like golden in my mind. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's beautiful to think back on it. This could be that time to create those memories for your kids. I also thought it was really important that you said 
to make sure you take care of yourself. And I know some people might see this as selfish, but it's the same um, thing when you're in an airplane and they tell you to put your oxygen mask on first Mm. before you put it on your child. So So that way you're centered and then you can center the people around you. If you're completely off balance, you're just going to just create chaos in your surrounding. And that's the interesting thing you also said was how you create the parents, create the foundation of the family. So you have to take care of that core. Just make sure that the parents are centered and then have a strong foundation and then then they can focus on the kids because they can feel that they're super empathetic. No, inshallah ta'ala. You know, it's interesting, you know, you can as a family find a lot of fun activities to mm-hmm. give your children, like you said, memories that can be the foundation of a, of a healthy future for them. Like yeah. Right now, for example, uh, the kids are staying at home longer hours. They're showing interest in uh, and their mom's cooking, basically. So they're asking to participate. Hey, teach me this, how to do this, how to make that. That's a very good thing. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Uh, so there are a lot of fun activities that we can do and we can work on, inshallah ta'ala. Yeah, the the opportunities are endless, and if you if you think about everything, sort of try to put it through a positive light. I can't go outside. Well, don't say I can't. Be like, I can stay inside and build a fort with my kids. Like it's all about how you phrase things, how you look at things, what lens you're seeing things through. Actually, it's um, funny that you just said that because just right now, <laughs> before I came to this podcast, I yeah. literally built a fort for Dima. Uh, <laughs> So we, we have some, some of these loose, you know, mattresses here and there. We put them together and we create like a fort and a fortress. Oh, them. yeah. Like your, um, like your ground seeding ones. Very much. So she, yeah, yeah, exactly. So that we made them into like a fortress and she had a, she had a light and a, and a, a small, tiny uh, a fan inside. <laughs> and it's, she called it her hideout. Very and nice. She, she writes outside. She said, only cats allowed. So <laughs> it's, it's, it is our fun memories. And now she's there and, and guess what she's doing? She's doing her homework online. So uh, she, she's doing a good job. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. Any last things you want to share with our community? I want to tell my brothers and sisters who are listening to this podcast that this is a test that we're all going through right now. And, and equally, we're all really kind of like pained by the absence of the message from our lives. But even though we're not there in the masjid, we can still keep the masjid in our hearts and our lives, inshallah, wa ta'ala. Uh, the, the purpose of really being in the masjid is to create the community. That's the purpose of it. So the masjid in itself is not a goal. It's a medium. It's a mean to create a community. That's what matters, which is why mm-hmm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when he speaks about the masjid, he speaks about the people who go to the masjid, not the masjid itself. Uh, so when he says only those who believe in Allah and the hereafter would definitely make the masajid Al-Umran is kind of like construct and build and, and make it really what it is so even though we're not able to go to the masjid we cannot stop you know, feeling that we are already in the spirit of the masjid so I want my brothers and sisters to make sure that, since the, that the community feel that we get from being in the masjid to continue with us uh, at least by checking on each other, you know, texting each other, calling each other, FaceTime with one another, probably. Maybe the kids, you can FaceTime with each other. Uh, so keep them connected, inshallah. The whole idea is just to stay united as one community. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
give us the ability to stay united and connected Ameen. and give us the ability to go back to the masjid to the house of Allah soon, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Ameen. Thank you so much for your time and um, letting, letting me interview you for this podcast. Barakallah fikum, inshallah. Thank you much for the opportunity. Looking oh. forward for more, inshallah, in the future. Inshallah. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum.